There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up reps' time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can keep customers happy. Secrets out. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Howdy, folks. I've got fantastic news for you. It's Pi Day, people. It is Monday, March 14th, also known as 314. It's Pie Day, so make sure to check out any pizza shops near if you're doing any deals. I know some near me are dishing out pies for $3.14. You cannot beat that. I'm Jacob Cohen, and this is the Hustle Daily Show. Later in today's episode, Meta and Russia. It's a complicated relationship that just got a lot more complicated, and we are going to discuss it. But before we get into that... Here are four things that you should know. Let's get crackalacking. First things first, according to the Recording Industry Association of America, recorded music revenue hit $15 billion in 2021. It's best year ever. It's up 23% from 2020. Now, streaming comprised 83% of that, but physical sales were up 42.3% to $1.66 billion, and vinyl alone notched a billion dollars, up 61%. What's really interesting to me is that 90% or so of music now is either just digital files that you pay a subscription for access to or a literal sheet of plastic a foot wide. And vinyl sales have actually increased every year for the last 15 years. You know, it's hip, it's cool, it sounds nice, it's vinyl. All right, number two, everyone's favorite state, New Jersey. So if you've ever driven through New Jersey, I feel sorry for you. But also, you may have noticed that you don't pump your own gas there. They have attendants that do it for you. Now, legislators are debating whether or not to end the practice. Some people say stopping the practice could save drivers 15 cents a gallon, but others say it'll erase thousands of jobs and who's to say whether the gas stations won't just pocket the extra change. And just last week, a Rutgers-Eagleton poll came out that showed 73% of New Jerseyans want to keep the practice going. They don't want to pump their gas. They want other people to do it for them, so... All the power to them. Number three, 15-minute delivery startups face absolutely brutal economics. These are companies that promise to deliver your groceries, snacks, and other stuff in just 15 minutes. And now they're dropping like flies. Last week alone, Fridge No More, with 600 employees, shut down after a failed DoorDash deal. And another company, Bike, which is actually backed by Russian dollars, just furloughed 98% of its staff, although that had a lot more to do with U.S. sanctions on Russia than it did the economics of 15-minute delivery. And last but not least, number four, last week, President Biden signed an executive order calling on the government to examine the risks and benefits of cryptocurrencies, and the move just so happened to come in the midst of a rising trend in Washington, crypto lobbying. In 2020, there were 195 lobbyists supporting crypto. In 2021, there were 320. And last year, crypto lobbying spend jumped three times to $9 million, mostly fueled by big names like Coinbase, Ripple, the Blockchain Association, who each dropped over $2 million. And while the rise is impressive, it's still only about a twelfth of the spending of the securities and investment sector, aka Wall Street, which dropped $108 million in lobbying efforts last year. All right. And now, let's talk about Meta and Russia. 
So the relationship between Meta and Russia has been a hot topic ever since 2016, right? Ever since the 2016 election when Russian agents influenced 126 million or so users on Facebook by posting and sharing inflammatory posts. And now Russian President Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine and subsequent moves by Meta have complicated matters further. Just last week, Meta announced it would temporarily allow language on Facebook and Instagram that would usually be considered hate speech. The policy applies to language directed at Russian soldiers in the context of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. For example, saying something like, death to the Russian invaders. It's also limited to Ukraine and a handful of countries in close proximity to Russia, like Estonia, Hungary, and Poland. Now, Nick Clegg, who's Meta's president of global affairs, said the change was made to protect Ukrainian citizens' right to speech as an act of self-defense and to allow them to express resistance to invading military forces. Now, Russia's response was, unsurprisingly, swift and hostile. A Russian investigative agency filed a criminal case against Meta, citing the company's calls for violence against Russian citizens and moved to label Meta as none other than an extremist organization. Additionally, Russian authorities who banned Facebook in the country on March 4th announced they'd began restricting access to Instagram as well. And Putin is also reportedly weighing a ban on WhatsApp, Meta's messaging platform, which is used by over 80% of Russians to communicate. Now, what's next? On Meta's end, the bans could actually hurt a lot. They could result in a $2 billion or so hit to Meta's revenue, with Russia making up about 1.5% of the company's advertising sales. More importantly, Banning Meta's platforms has crimped Russians' ability to get information. 70 million Russians use Facebook, 63 million use Instagram, and like we said, 80% use WhatsApp to communicate. Imagine all that going poof. So how do Russian citizens feel about all this? It's hard to say because people don't have a lot of access to, to Russian citizens right now to hear what they have to say. But a recent study analyzing sentiment on Twitter among Russian speakers found a lower happiness score than at the beginning of the pandemic. On another note, the Biden administration recently briefed dozens of TikTok influencers about the war in Ukraine and ways to distribute aid to Ukraine, which is actually a really awesome strategy, you know, given these influencers' influence to us youngins. Afterwards, a bunch of other TikTokers came out making spoofs about the whole ordeal, and yeah, the spoofs were pretty funny. And uh, we linked to one in the newsletter today, so go ahead and check it out. All right, bada bing, bada boom. That is it, folks. For more on the Hustle's tech and business coverage and links to all kinds of cool stuff from around the web, check out our newsletter at thehustle.co. Thanks to our editors, Robert and Ezra. Love you guys. I'm Jacob Cohen, and you've been listening to the Hustle Daily Show brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. See you tomorrow.